host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right. Hello. What's going on? So, we're here. Part two. Season 13. Right at first sight. Season 13. Episode 19. Houston Reunion. Part two. All right. So, let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. So, uh, Michaela and Zach is just more bullshit. Seriously, I, I, I was just not even floored by what I was watching. I was just like, I don't even want to, I can't even describe what's going on here. I just was like, huh? I mean, there was like lies and slanders, lies and slander back and forth. It was just really, I don't know. It was just really dumb. I don't, I don't know why that was. It was, it was just, it was just annoying. So I was like, I'm not even, I'm not even invested in putting anything into this thing. It's, 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 I don't know. I did. I just didn't want to. Michaela and Zach, they're just going back and forth, and it's stupid. Whatever they're talking about, <laughs> it's just dumb. All right, so you already got enough of the last episode. So now they move to Johnny and Bao. So Johnny, I mean, sorry. Um, you can see that when Johnny and Bao come in, Bao. She just looks distraught. She's like done. She's like, I, I, I'm done. She, she doesn't say that, but you see the look on her face. She's like she's done, and she's like disgusted with like Johnny, and you can just see that like her like ten year old, not ten year old, well ten year crush is like over. The closure is done. It's like, hey, I always wanted to know what it would have been like. This is what it would have been like. So, but you know what? Maybe they would have um. If you really holler at her back in the day, maybe it would have been better. But now, it's, they're they're more stuck to their ways, so they're gonna want what they want. So it was bad. Um, and they just admitted to each other, "Hey, you know, we we wouldn't have worked. We just weren't the perfect couple. We we just weren't good for each other. That was it. So that's good. So they did say that they had fun times. And um, well, Kevin Fraser asked. What were some of the fun times? And Bao said, you know, the first, the one month anniversary, but the skydiving and um, the role playing game that they did. And they showed a clip of that where uh, Bao was the nurse and um, what's his face? Johnny was the patient with, with the garb. And they were doing their whole role play thing. Um, so, and they were enjoying that. And, but, but the, the, the thing that I found that was interesting was so Johnny is on his back and um Bao is pretty much like riding him, you know, that you would like sexually like you know, like cowgirl style, but you know, obviously he's facing down. So she's riding on his ass and all that stuff, and then he starts grabbing her ass, you know, on the downward position he puts his hands behind his back and he tries to grab her and she's like, oh, you like that? You like that little chip? You like that little thing or whatever? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, I want you to touch it more. I want you to touch it more. And I'm like, yo, what is up with Johnny? Because like, this is the same dude who was saying that he's horny, he's frisky and all this stuff. But there are several instances where Bao is like, well, 
you don't grab for me you don't touch me like what is that's what i don't get like where's the disconnect like johnny was not doing his part i mean he might think he was by you know having sex with her and stuff like that but like you can tell that she was not satisfied like she wanted more of it remember this this chick said that she wanted to have sex um every other day with him and he's like oh okay no problem but did he really ever solidify that no it's because he lost interest but at the same time Bao's not getting what she needs from you so what the hell is going on i i really don't get how johnny thinks that he's like the shit when he was completely failing sexually and not getting her cues and not getting her not getting to her emotionally you know and you know he's talking about oh we need to be friends first we need to be friends first but like Val's right man you need to freaking get to the shit you need to get to her uh you need to get to her heart man like she's giving you all the cues oh touch my butt a little more do this do that and you refuse you don't want to do that what is what is your issue do what she says <laughs> i don't get it freaking idiot man hate johnny yo. <laughs> i really do but anyway um let's move on to the next thing so um oh uh so kevin frazier asks uh when did it go south and bow says pretty early on because she felt judged by him which is true i mean we, we know the clips where he says that oh she doesn't shower as much as i would like for her oh um she sounds like a little no when she sounds like a kid no when she feels when she feels elated she sounds she gets giddy and that makes her sound like a kid and that sexually turns me off and for johnny he's saying oh well after the talk with the experts that first time he knew that he was like done by then because he saw her as being like manipulative and not being not showcasing her true self and yeah johnny feels that bao wasn't real um he wanted their love story to be fully explored but bao said at the beginning that she wanted to protect her family and her sex life so that's why every time they he wanted to talk about something he would have to shut his mouth and talk about it off air because that's what she wanted and i get it i mean a lot of women want to protect their sex life just like you know michaela that first time when they were asking oh didn't when you know when i was like i don't know episode three or four or something like that and it was like okay did anybody consummate their marriage michaela did you and she's like i don't kiss and tell i don't talk about that stuff like man bitch you 30 you know what i'm saying like you, you fucking are not you're not a you're not a virgin okay <laughs> um so um it's like i get it but and it, and it could be their culture too you know that we we don't do that stuff but at the same time when you do get married they want you to freaking have sex all the time so they can have grandkids like that's the thing that's so funny oh don't tell us that you're having sex but once you get married oh yeah yeah, yeah. when are you having grandkids when you having grandkids like oh you want to be you want to be up my ass now right so anyway but he said that he always felt stifled and was not able to say the things that he really wanted to say because he makes it feel like he was on a gag order by bow to not talk about stuff like that and she was like no like you could have talked about anything that you wanted to talk about that's all on you you know so i was like all right um 
Yeah. So now it's they come to the part where it's before it was you know the all men gang now it's you know all women and um kevin is like oh to brett it's like okay you were the one who was talking about you know you weren't intimate for two years and now you're the only one who hasn't consummated their marriage how does that feel and she's like yeah i know two years two years i wish people would stop saying that and i was like uh brett you're the one who said it and you're the one who's proud of it too so don't be mad that it bit you in the ass and then she does like confess like yeah you know i said it and i was like yeah it was you you said that <laughs> no one would have said shit no one would have known but you're like yeah i haven't had sex in two years and you know if there's no chemistry um we're not going to be doing anything else and it's like all right whoop de freaking do but again you had no sex for two years so i mean yeah you can keep using that freaking vibrator all you want but it's not gonna be a real dick so just get off your high horse and go get some like i don't understand why women withholding themselves is like a badge of honor or something like that like whatever you know just go go get off (laughs) um but uh yeah so um then they get to mirla and then mirla's like you know she was talking about <clears throat> why the relationship failed again and she and because fraser kevin fraser was like yeah everybody you know was that a shock to you and they said uh kind of was but at the same time she kept mirla kept everyone abreast about what was going on so it wasn't and she mirla's like oh well you know i don't like being called high maintenance i don't like being called a diva but i'm like but you are those mirla just because you don't like being called that does not make you not that (laughs) you are that again like i said the previous boyfriends that you had probably didn't want to call you that is because you are attractive and they wanted to smash and they didn't want to ruin that so but i'm pretty sure they felt the same way too This, this can't be the first time that a boyfriend well husband in this case or the opposite sex has told you I mean, well, it is the first time that they said it, but like, but not think it that you're not high maintenance. Even your friends have told you that from the very first episode when you had that meeting that you were and told them that you were going to go on this show. Like they all told you that, that you're high maintenance. And I'm I'm not. How are you? How are you not going to believe your 10 closest friends that you asked to dinner? You know, and then. They show a clip of all her, uh, you know, a Mirla, of Mirla being Mirla. That was the name of the vid. And she even says it herself. Oh, my God. I'm such a diva. I'm a little diva. Look at that. You're calling yourself a diva. And you don't like to be called a diva. Is this one of those things where it's like uh, a girl can call herself a bitch or like a girl between a girl like, yo, bitch. Hey, bitch. But like if a somebody outside that party says hey yo bitch and then it's offensive like can can she call herself a diva but not anybody else because that's what's going on right now (laughs) because you can't say that you don't like being you don't like being called a diva and you are one and you call yourself one but then you're still offended like huh (laughs) anyway um she's a 
she's a trip. But anyway, uh, so now they get to the experts with the couples. Um, or should I say couples with the experts? The experts are in the house. So um, it's Jose and I was going to say Jose and Johnny. Rachel and Jose. And the issue with them was, you know, again, moving in. She wasn't, she when they were moving in, she was done. Rachel was done with the with the process. And I'm like, why? Like, what's so hard? I mean, moving is a bitch. I hate moving. But, like, to end a relationship on moving, then I was like, well, it can't be. It can't just be the moving. It, it can't be the, the actual act of moving. It must be something more. Because I was explaining it to myself because, you know, I like talking to myself. And I'm like, it can't be like, okay, I want the... I want the television on this wall. And he says, well, I want it on this wall. And then you're like, all right, I'm done. You know, and I think it's much more than that. I think it can't be the moving of the television or the placement of the television, I should say. It's more so that like, okay, if I put it here, um, is he going to, is he going to, con- th- that's another thing that he's controlling. Like I can't even, I can't even, um, I can't even, my own decision can't even be made about this television. He won't ever let me have my say. Then, okay, I get that. But she just says the moving in aspect of it. She doesn't go into specifics, but it has to be that, like the controlling thing, because everybody says that he's controlling, which is weird because, again, and and I'm going to have an episode about this too, where it's like there's two different variations of controlling or, or, or words like that because, for one, a lot of women want what Jose is. You know, he's established. Um, he has his own house. It's already pre-made. All you need to do is just move in and boom, you're there. He has two cars. No, he has two houses. I'm sorry. He has two houses. He, he's, he's got two degrees, like two master's degrees. You know, he's got a gr- great job, wealthy job. He works for fucking NASA. So, you know, he's making money. So all you need to do is just plop yourself in and then there you go, you know? So, but then, so, so with that, with all of that stuff is a lot of discipline, but when a woman doesn't like things going her way, now it's controlling, you know? So that's weird because before it's discipline. How, how can, how can a person how can a person get to that stature without being controlling he has to be controlled he has to have self-discipline this is what he has but now you don't get your way so now it's controlling that that doesn't make any sense we need to stop that narrative um about those conflicting attributes or, or or that perspective that you know, oh, he's he's controlling. I don't think he's necessarily controlling. Oh, you know, maybe he might be. He he's he's a little wilding out when he did that whole you know mistaking of the Johnny thing, which I believe I still think in my heart of hearts that it it's something more. But they keep saying that it's not. It was just a slip of the tongue. I don't think it is because remember this couple lies a lot. They even lied about their sex life in front of uh, Doctor Viviana, even though we knew the truth. But they lied to her as if she wasn't going to watch the show ever to find out the truth you know so um i still think there was something more i think jose is protecting rachel um but that could be me that could be me in my crazy head but i think there's something more because you can't wow out that hard 
just for a simple slip up. I'm sorry. I've said it like three times already and I'm going to say it a fourth. I think something happened, but, but if it was a slip of the tongue, then yeah, you need to go to therapy, uh, Jose, definitely. And get that anger out of you. But I don't know. I think there was definitely something more, but, uh, anyway, so, and then like Rachel wants to like purchase a, a, a house, like, Oh, I would look like to purchase a house together. Why? Why would you want him to leave his house that he not built from scratch or whatever, but like that he's nested in? Why? Just just so you can have it's all that that I think that whole thing is a power play. So now he won't be able to like kick her out if he gets mad or something like that, because like I think it's stupid. Like this is a big ass house with a lot of spacing space and all that stuff. So what you want me to move out of this house and get another house for what? you know that's just that's gonna be just as big like where are we gonna move to and all this stuff i mean i'm sure like another house would be nice but everything is already good here it's not like you're it's not like you moved into his apartment you moved into a house he has a house it's a house so we're gonna move into another house for no reason and just so you can have equal footing you don't because he still has more money than you <laughs> You know, like a lot, a lot of that money is a lot of that money to that new house is going to be from him because you have a like $10,000 debt or something like that. You're up there. You have debt. So uh, all the money, all the payments are probably still going to go to him. So, so you're going to make him leave the house that he already paid off, paid off now. It's paid off to go live in another house that now he needs to pay for that he didn't have to because he already bought out his house two houses i I might add just so you can feel good about yourself what what (laughs) that makes no sense i get it i get what you're trying to do still doesn't make any sense but okay and um so they're still trying to work things out. Um, they see each other two or three times a week, you know, spend the night once a week. So, yeah. But it was funny because, like, this game plan that they have, it's the exact game plan, kind of, that Zach wanted to do, but everybody laughed him out of the room. And the only difference is because Zach said no to Decision Day as opposed to yes, because he's because he wants to have that freedom where it's like, okay, if this if it doesn't work out, then all right, we good. Like we can go our separate ways as opposed to getting, you know, the divorce. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, as opposed to like getting a divorce and, and all that stuff. So, <clears throat> um, no, as opposed to pro- prolonging this thing and then and then then getting a divorce and all that and all that stuff. So yeah, like the whole dating thing. That's exactly what Zach wanted to do. But people are like, oh, you're stupid. What are you talking about? Again, I'm not Team Zach. I'm not at all like he's he something's up with him as well he's not perfect in the slightest there there's definitely there's a lot of things wrong with that guy but um yeah so i was just trying to point that out that like that's literally what zach wanted to do was to continue dating see if there's something there you know um and then go on but like clearly we we see throughout the entire this entire episode that no it it doesn't work with them at all nothing works with them whatever combination that zach was trying to figure out it was not going to work with them they're so 
they're so like uh, i don't want to say toxic that i hate that fucking word um but they're just so bad for each other you know they're just ugh, they're just bad um but um we have mirla and gill in front of dr pepper and dr pepper just straight up says like yo what went wrong because you guys are freaking great with each other and i don't know what happened and she said like you said some powerful things in when we spoke to each other and then now we're at this where you don't even like him and then they show a clip and this clip was very interesting to me this was very interesting to me and it was the clip of course where um uh Marilla was meeting with dr pepper when she was fucking drunk off her ass and what i thought they were going to show was the you know in that same instance the the talk of her saying you know you never know that you never know what you were gonna get no what like you always dream of getting you know the perfect thing and you never think that you're gonna get it but when you do it's amazing and you know i thought she was i thought they were gonna show that same clip where i was like oh you know I, you know not that i love him um but he's perfect for me you know blah 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 all this stuff but they go they 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 don't show that clip and they show something that she said a little earlier which i thought was very telling and she says you know like him he makes the bed to me that's so powerful that he makes the bed it takes two minutes i know i know it takes two minutes but like to me that's so powerful he buys me flowers every week i love that to me that's consistency to me that's consistency oh he opens every door everywhere we go to me that's consistency and i love that and they cut off the clip and i'm like wait a minute huh making the bed buying her flowers every week and opening every door everywhere they go to her that's consistency to me that sounds like servitude and queen shit that's what that sounds to me that's not consistent i mean okay making the bed buying her flowers and opening the door yes if you do that, if you do those things on a repetitive schedule, yes, that is the definition of consistency. But is that real? Like, is that real consistency? Don't you want consistency saying like, like, oh, he always listens to me when I have a bad day. He's always there for me. He always has my back. You know, those things. These the the things that she listed are like work things. Unless unless maybe her her uh love language is acts of service. You know what? If it is, then okay. I can understand. But still, it just seems like it's like doing things for her. And not and not like in a ooh, this is nice. Well, I mean I guess, you know, buying her flowers. But like sorry, I, I, I hate buying flowers i think they're a waste <laughs> they're a waste of money they die in like three days and then like that's it and i gotta buy it every week not even okay it's not even that, that I, I don't like the flowers it's just that like the every week thing you don't think that's gonna get tired after a month like oh here we go buy me flowers again it's tuesday great you know how how new and fresh can that be every day and how about if he does it every day for a year it's gonna be gross you know like it's like oh, get this away from me you know like it's gonna be 
It's going to be horrible. Like, it's it's going to lose its luster after a month. I'm like, are you kidding me? But anyway, but like, yeah, those things sound like, you know, making the bed, getting her flowers, um, opening the door for her. That's That's not a, that doesn't seem like a husband thing. That seems like something that you're, you assign your uh, personal assistant to. Hey, can you uh, make the bed for me? Uh, thanks, buddy. Um, oh, yeah. By, by the way, um, can you get me flowers? Can you assign schedule and get me flowers every week? And also, this is very big now. Can you open every door that I walk in front of? That'd be great. Thank you. That's what that sounds like. That doesn't sound like a loving thing. But anyway, but regardless, she's listing these things off and Gil is just listening to this like, wow, like I did all these things for her and I still get the rejection. I still get the no. And his his face, like he has this like huge ass, like a vein popping out of his um, skull, like on his forehead. And he's just, he cannot, he cannot take this. And he starts fucking crying and dr viviano's like what's wrong he's like listen like i feel blindsided i didn't know what was going on and now i'm hearing all this stuff and it's just hard to take because i thought i was doing everything right but apparently i was doing everything wrong and she's like no i told you from the beginning blah, blah. and i mean well she told us from the beginning that she didn't like him well that she wouldn't like somebody like him she didn't want anybody who's cheap and she didn't want somebody who's bald gil is both <laughs> so yeah, I guess she was right on that. Um, but even when she met Gil, I mean, she kept fucking complaining about things and whatever. But yeah, but Dr. Pepper was really going in on Mirla because she was like, no, no, no. Like, you can't give me just that. There was a, a, a multitude of instances where you were saying that this guy was the guy for you. So I don't get why you don't like him and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I don't know. Mirla seems like she's hiding something. She's hiding something from all of us, and maybe we'll never find out. But yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was just very weird. Um, but then um, now we get the whole cast because at first I thought they were gonna, they were going to go with every couple, but I guess they didn't need to. Um, they only did uh, Rachel and Jose and Mirla and Gil, and I, I you know one couple that made it, but kind of thing. Oh, I guess it's opposites where they. Th- well, oh no, no, the, oh the the ones who oh yeah the ones who stayed married that's the ones that they were doing I didn't realize that I guess that's why they chose them and they didn't choose the ones that didn't hmm okay I just realized that but yeah they spoke to the ones who said yes on decision day and they're both in shambles <laughs> but <clears throat> so. Now we got the whole cast there, you know, going back and forth, showing good times and bad times, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then you find out that Marilyn, Johnny, and Jose hang out a lot. And Marilyn, Johnny just so happened to meet each other in Cancun because she went to, uh, she, she was going to somebody's birthday party, but he was going to a wedding in Cancun and all that stuff. And then, you know, Gil is just looking at like, yo, yeah. <laughs> like john like gill is just like because he, he he hears her laughing and all that stuff and he just can't take it because it's just like whack like wow like really like he still can't fathom 
what happened and he's just not in the mood like he he's been the most distraught of the whole gang and you know he used to be the happiest see and like i need to if i haven't said it already i'm gonna say it right now i completely pegged gil wrong i really thought that he was gonna be like the macho braggadocious you know quote-unquote man of the show and i was gonna hate him and then and i thought that they were gonna that Marilyn and Gil were gonna be good together because like he was gonna be like the, you know the manly man the the chauvinistic whatever you know Chad as they as they say but he was like the, but he turned out to be like the nicest guy in the world and you know very it's very unfortunate that he got the raw end of the deal and I was wrong about Zach too because I even said that Zach and I even said that Zach and Johnny were me pieces of me and they and I mean I guess they still are but I don't want their other pieces because they're both whack you know if if i you know i i want to be gill damn it you know what i'm saying and then and then they start going into the whole like oh if uh you know out of the people who didn't make it with each other who would be the who would be the who would be a better uh match for each other and then gill's like you know what i'm out he's like i'm not i'm not participating in this because like it's supposed to be a fun time but gil's not having a fun time he he got shat on by his wife so now he wants to hear who Mila would have been a better uh a better uh partner with like and then you know the the remaining people i mean michaela left too because she got pissed off because they were talking they finally talked about hurricane k and she finally saw the error of her ways but but then she went off on zach again and then you know, she left to go chase after Gil to, you know, uh, uh, to, uh, to comfort him. And, you know, Johnny still tried to get it going. Like, oh, what was Johnny? No, no, no. It was Mirla. And Mirla was like, oh, well, you know, Mirla was like, oh, me and um, Rachel, we definitely would have been a good couple. I'm like, eh, that's funny because you're not lesbians, but okay. <laughs> she tried to like lighten the mood, but I'm like, you're you're part of the mood. You're the one who did this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know why you're trying to make it seem as if like you're not the issue when you kind of are. And it's not any good that freaking you know now you're all buddy buddy with johnny and stuff like that and gil is hearing this and and also like johnny's like having the time of his life because they asked him oh johnny are you um you know um are you guys you know bf kevin asked johnny hey johnny so how do you feel about you and merely being bffs and then like he like shrugs his shoulders as if like they're like what like, what do you mean a shrug? Like, so it could kind of mean either way, like, oh, there's something more, or like, nah, we just chilling. So, like, nah, but he loves hanging out with Mila, and he knows. He said it before in the in part one. Oh, I would have uh, liked to have gone out with Mila. I, I understand her, and you know all this other shit, you know. And it's like, you know, maybe he wants to step up to that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't want to smash, you know. So I get it. That's why Gil had to leave. He's like, yo, I'm done with this. And that's why he left. And then even uh, Rachel like looked at Johnny, the one that she hangs out with, and the one that she, you know, blurted out, you know, her his name. <clears throat> Still, I believe in an undisclosed fashion. But you know, she was like, you know, Johnny, like, shut up, like, shut up for like two seconds, right? Like, stop trying to be the player, player, whatever. Like, calm down. You know, real feelings are being displayed right here. And I'm glad for Rachel for that, but still, 
you know, fuck Johnny. You know, he's he's the worst. Um, so Gil and Johnny. I mean, I'm sorry, Jill and Johnny. Again, <laughs> um, Gil goes into the back, and um, uh, Michaela runs after him, and he's like, you know, I've been trying to be like the most wholesome guy here, and all that stuff, and. I can't, I can't do it. Like I'm, I'm so hurt. I'm so broken, blah, blah, blah. And then Michaela's like, yeah, I understand. I understand. You know, me too. Me too. I was like, Bitch, this ain't about you, Michaela. This ain't about you. Why are you here? <laughs> Why are you trying to clout chase for the camera? No, this is about Gil. This is Gil's story right here. He feels like shit and he feels bad. So he doesn't want to be here anymore. So I totally get it. So then, you know, they, they walk off and he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm done. I, and they're like, oh, you don't want to go back? They're like, nope, I'm done. So they leave. They leave. They don't come back. And I believe, what was the last thing? Um, um, I don't know. But but still, but like Mirla just seem like they keep showing Mirla and she has like no remorse, no affection, like no nothing. And it's like, you know. I'm glad that they can sh showcase women like her in this light, you know, because it, it's a beautiful thing showing, oh, you know, because a lot of people were behind me. Like, oh, she's an empowered woman. This is how empowered women are. Well, if this if that's how empowered women are, fuck that. I don't want any of that at all. Give me anything but that. <laughs> Because there will be people on her side. But like look at her. She's super cold. And she just thinks that she's right. Granted yes. I understand that like oh you know should I be in a relationship that I don't like. But 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 he's happy. You know um, should I just stay in that relationship. Of course not. No. No one should be in a relationship that they don't want to be in. But you were saying that you loved him and you chose to love him that's another thing that people called out because she said i never told you that i loved you i never told you that i love you but at the same in the same not even in the same breath but there is an episode out there with you eating with everybody from the cast and you're saying that i choose to love you i choose to love you so bullshit you did say that that you love him so what the fuck what's going on you know stop stop bullshitting um, so there's that, but you know, they show, they show clips of season, uh, season 14. It's back in Boston. I, I don't even remember who the, who the original Boston crew was, but I'll probably look it up. <laughs> um, and they didn't say when it comes back, but I know that it comes back January 5th. So, you know, I mean, there's one more episode, you know, the, where are they now? And then after that, it's, um, it's uh one month essentially because it's december 1st so one month uh and four days before a new episode happens and and that's crazy because like i we you would we'd usually get a, a break like three a three or four break hiatus you know but now they're just pumping this shit out like there's no tomorrow like my goodness calm down can i breathe <laughs> you know but Okay, you know, in a month, we're going to be with another uh, episode. Uh, I mean, a new season. But just to let you guys know right now, 
in that hiatus, I'm going to try and fill it with as much original episodes and guests that I can muster up, you know, so you, you won't be void of any um, entertainment in that time. And I'm trying to also see how I can grow the channel too. maybe possibly um, doing reviews on other shows as well. I'm not too sure. I don't want to go too much because I don't want to be like a television review station. That's not my thing, you know, but I do have one or two specials or something like that that I do want to catch and uh, talk about. And like right now I'm reading... Uh, I think everybody should, uh, well, no, not everybody. Well, no, actually, yeah, everybody, but definitely the women who listen to this podcast, you should either hit up Audible or buy the paperback. Um, what is the, what is it? Oh, I want to get the proper name of it. Okay. It's called marry him. The case, the case for settling for Mr. Good enough. Okay. It's by Lori Gottlieb. This book is amazing and it is teaching me so much stuff about you guys. (laughs) So much stuff about how women think and how women are getting it wrong with trying to find, you know, the best of the best where you are missing out on good enough. And when I say good enough, automatically you're like, ugh, you know, like that means settling. And no, it's not. It it means broadening your fantasies and your desires because some of these things that you have put on your list don't mean shit in a long-term relationship okay that stupid ass six one that six 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 rule six one six figures and six pack abs bullshit all right that's not gonna buy you happiness it's not it's not gonna afford you happiness at all okay um and and just let you know yeah Okay, so like 6'1", right? You know, everybody, every chick wants a 6'1 guy. Guess what? 15% of men in the United States is over 6 feet, okay? And there's like 80% of like single women. So it's like, really? So you really think that 80% of women are going to get the 15% of men who are over 6 feet? The average height, the average height for the man is, the average height for a man is 5'9". But but you want six one, which is fine. But at the same time, there's only fifteen percent of Americans that can get to get that. So you so like what sixty five percent of women are gonna be fucking disappointed because those fifteen percent of men are gonna get scooped up by those women. And who's to say that those six one guys want you? You know, you ever think of that? I don't think you did. So, um. It's just stuff like that. And also, it's not bashing whatever because, hello, it's written by a woman, okay? It's, she's uh, Lori Gottlieb. She, I, I don't know at the time. I don't know how old she is now, but at the time, I believe she's 42. She's a single mother. Um, and she thought about this while being at that stage in her life where I think a lot of women start thinking, you know, around 35, 37, they start thinking like, oh, man, I need to, I need to find somebody. I need to find somebody where... You should have you should have thought this way ten years ago, and you wouldn't be in the position that you're in right now. So, it's a fascinating book. I suggest everybody either get it on Audible, I mean not Audible, but like whatever audio form, or if you like the old fashioned, if you like to read or on the Kindle, do that too. 
whatever just get your hands on the book it's fucking awesome i'm in the middle of it it's great i I am enthralled by this book and about how you guys think it is fucking amazing women are weird (laughs) i love it (laughs) but yeah but yeah but that's the end of that episode um again the next the next week is going to be um you know where they now so we'll i'll get into that you know as soon as i can but of course you know where we're on you know where we're at it is you know uh card number 64 of the skin deeps the and self-edition card game so card number 64 what do you have for me all right what's the one change i can make today that would have the greatest impact on my future wow what's the one change i can make today that would have the great confidence confidence i don't know why it took me so long because i i think i wanted to really get the meat of the question down but absolutely confidence if i had confidence i would fucking destroy everyone (laughs) i would be the biggest douche i think because confidence is power but i would have to be self-disciplined but i think i would be i think i would be where i'm supposed to be you know just amass this wealth get the girls that i want all this stuff like with the confidence you know i I would be i think i'd be unstoppable if i had confidence you know and i think i'd be undeniable i think that's i don't know if that's that's necessarily what i strive for but um yeah confidence definitely um that, that would change a lot it would make me feel so good. It would make me not have to deal with the bullshit that I deal with. It would make me properly tell off, you know, the women that have done me wrong and burn a bridge, but but for a good cause. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and 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 to demand what I deserve. Um, yeah, I think it would be a good thing for me. Um, but again, you know, you don't get confidence at a grocery store. You know, you don't buy confidence. Hey, can I get a a box of confidence, please? You know, or go to Costco and get like a 32-pack of confidence. You know, confidence comes from small victories. And that's what I need. I need small victories and things going my way. And with this podcast, I can kind of get that, you know, especially with the feedback that I get. Um, just recently, um, I was talking to uh ricardo e and he was talking about episode 63 with ricardo c and jenny talking about the ivf thing and we were just laughing uh back and forth about you know the whole uh reveal story at the beginning of that episode and just the episode in general and he's saying that like oh one of the things that he loves about the podcast is just the the calmness of it the relaxation of just people just talking and it and it just sounds like it's just being recorded and you know it's not that that's not necessarily the vibe that i strive for but i am glad that people do like that the the way that the episode sounds 
in that vein. But that's not that's not necessarily what I strive for. What I strive for is getting good content and getting the right questions for people to speak. And of course, I want you to feel comfortable. I don't want you to make it. I don't want it to feel like it's an Oprah thing where like I'm the expert and you're the novice. I don't know shit. I mean, listen to the freaking title of the podcast, The Inquisitive Nobody. What do I know? I'm just an inquisitive nobody, <laughs> essentially. Um, I just I just love asking questions and I want to know shit because I'm dumb and I, I want to get smarter. That's it. So um, I love that people get that and and for me personally i just want to ask good questions to make the person talk and just have a well-rounded episode and you of course have fun but it's never my intent for it's never my intent for it to like sound as normalized or relaxed that it is that's just that's just the byproduct of the questions and i'm and i'm glad for that and the people so but yeah but anyway um yeah one change one thing that i can use one thing that I can change that would change my life forever, having confidence. I think with confidence, I'd be unstoppable, man. I really would. But um, but yeah. So um, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.